Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back into figuring it out on this beautiful Thursday, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening. <laughs> Not so beautiful here. Not so beautiful. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it's cold here, which really stinks, but... I don't know. If you can tell, I'm kind of like my nose is kind of stuffed up. I don't have COVID. He's got the vid. <laughs> is that what is that what the the kids are calling it these days? The vid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I learned I learned from my youth, my youth group that I help out with that I'm very behind in lingo. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, what was one of the phrases? Uh, well, one of them was we were going over this before, but like capping. What is no cap and what is cap? I don't know why that confuses me so much. <laughs> you're like you hear somebody say it in your in your youth group and you're like what in the world <laughs> you're sitting over in the corner trying to figure it out <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, that, there you go next episode <laughs> lingo that the kids are using these days that just that sounds like such an old an old person thing to say and it's just like, what, like wait what, what sounds like kid, an old, old kids are saying what, these days? what the kids are saying these days <laughs> <laughs> i guess well, we're, we're almost at that point i don't know i, I mean what you're 24 <laughs> yeah and i'm 21 so i guess almost to that point i guess you're right yeah well i just found out that uh using like the laughing face emoji is out of out of date you're considered an old person if you use the laughing emoji i don't care <laughs> <laughs> I call me an old person. Like I'll use it if I think something's funny. It's like so, what? What else are you supposed to use? I guess a different laughing face, like I the one no that's idea. like to the side. I don't. I don't get it. Just whatever. Like, <laughs> it, it, it. It is what it is at this point. Kids these days, man. <laughs> that's no good. You sound like you should be on the weekday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom, frozen. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Uh, Spencer, what were you, th- you were telling me something like we were, we were talking about before, before we jumped on here, something like that happened in the world. And I, well, oh, I mean, not, not well, in the like, world technically, but I know this is, oh, I said, that's this, what it was. This is that's usually taking away from the weekday because they're the ones that are usually talking about space. And so, but yeah. the Mars Rover, they just landed something on Mars. I don't know. Okay. It looks pretty cool though. Uh, I guess it's I haven't. Pretty- I hadn't heard anything about that. But hey, if you want to hear more space talk, go listen to the weekday. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was pretty monumental, and they had a, uh, they had like the cam, like the camera, like watching all like the crew, like celebrating okay. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I like the video of it. I I know it's gonna be a meme. Like you know when you see a video <laughs> and you just know it's gonna be a meme. It just seemed like a bunch of like nerds, like not in a mean way, a bunch of nerds like going crazy. <laughs> It was awesome. It's definitely gonna Wait, be a meme. Was it? What did? Okay, this is gonna make me sound like really like uncultured in regards to space. Was it like an in-person mission? Like, did they actually send people to Mars, or was it just a rover? No, I think it's just a rover. Okay. Which I don't know. Have they done that before? A rover? Yeah. I, on so. Mars? Made... I just remember seeing like a movie preview for it when like an alien like came and crushed a rover. But I, I know that wasn't real. <laughs> well, but that was real. Yeah, no, that I wasn't real, but I'm okay. saying like <laughs> I haven't heard of anything like that before. But hey, it's still cool. It's still yeah. cool. They got some crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. And there, <laughs> someone else posted something like reminder of when they landed something on uh, Neptune and like before it, it exploded. So I don't know if Mars is the same way where it's like super hot, but I know it's like dry. I don't know anything about space to Please. be honest. 
So, I have no room to talk about. You space. know what's weird though? What's weird is we know more about space than we do about the ocean. That like that, that always baffles me. Like that always baffles me. That like yeah. we we know know more about like millions of miles away, millions of light years away, and yet we still don't like know about the ocean. Like that baffles me. The ocean is a scary place. No. Which I've I've been swimming in a thousand feet of water before, and that was that was Where? terrifying. Out Where? like off of Key West, we went we went down there fishing with my family, and we uh-huh. went offshore. And like we got to a thousand feet of water, we decided, hey, we should get out and swim here because you know that would be. Nope. I was like, okay, I paddled around for a few minutes and said, okay, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm going back in because <laughs> I all I could keep thinking of was the Jaws movie, and that yeah. was like. Ugh. I was no, like, no I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I just saw on like Twitter like this thread of like like most dangerous places like to go swimming, mm-hmm. and like it showed like some of like the depth of like the ocean. How like there's been like whales that have like popped up with like giant like suction marks on them. Like there's giant squid down there. That's terrifying. And then also there's like a creek in England. That has a hundred percent mortality rate. Like if you go in that river, you are guaranteed to die, which is crazy. What? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like imagine, like I said, people just like kind of wander into it because it looks like it's like knee deep, but it's like six feet deep, and like the current is like the undercurrent is insane, and that's terrifying. Water is like terrifying water's scary <laughs> we need to live but water's also scary <laughs> bodies of water bodies of water that's, terrifying that's so funny well hey today we are going to be kind of answering a question that i thought was really intriguing and it's about talking about this idea of forgiving and forgetting hmm. and we kind of talked about this a little bit in our young adult small group uh a couple weeks ago shout out to them Shout out, to, shout out to the small group, but <laughs> it was it was an interesting discussion, and it's this idea of like forgiveness, and because we live in I think a day and age where people are very, very slow to forgive, and that that's not like a bash on anybody or any like institution. That's just like it's just our culture. Like it's it's hard for us as people to forgive when we see injustice done or when we see something that is not right that takes place so i think it's just it's i I don't know where 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 are you coming from with all this spencer well you're right because like all the cancel culture that is today is unforgiveness like that's yeah that's the whole thing behind it it's like all right you messed up you did something wrong like five years ago all right you're done like you have no place in this world anymore. It's almost like that. And that's kind of ridiculous. That's not how God calls us to live. And we're supposed to be like loving and show forgiveness like he showed us forgiveness. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, not everyone knows that. But yeah, we have like our place. We have to be able to show that forgiveness even when someone messes up. And you're right. People do like terrible things. And yeah. that's really tough like to forgive. Um and I think that's a whole a whole other thing, but like forgiveness is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And it's like, I, I guess with in, in regards to this idea of forgetting and forgetting, 
in your life, Spencer, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. Like okay. you, I mean, you've heard that before, obviously, right? Like forgive and forget, right? I yeah. mean, we've heard that growing up all the time. Um, but I don't know for you in, in your life. Have, have you found that it's easy to do that? Like forgive and forget per se? No. Yeah, I know. I think it's tough for me. I've kind of been in a place and I've been working on it. I think I told the group this, but I was in a place where it's kind of like, oh yeah, all right, I for, forgive you, and I'm just gonna like cut you out, like, mm. uh, not, like if you hurt me, like, all right, see ya. And so it's kind of like, all right, I forgave him, you know, not think, not like, I don't want anything to do with them. But like, that still pops up at times, like that kind of like anger and frustration when you kind of try to bury it, you know, mm-hmm. it will still pop up. And like, I was like, I don't understand because I feel like, all right, I forgave them. I thought I was done. But there'll be different points where that pops back up and you're just kind of angry. It's like, have I not forgiven them? How do you know, like, if you truly forgiven them? But it's it's not easy to forgive and forget. And I don't know if we can do that. What do you think? Mm. Like as no, I, I I agree. I, I don't think there is such a thing as forgiving and forgetting. I think um, that'd be nice if we could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think I, – I know in my life and a lot of the things I've been through, I, I still remember them. Like I still remember like who hurt me. I still remember what, what happened in those situations. And yes, I've forgiven them, but I wouldn't say like – I've completely forgotten. And honestly, I don't think, I don't think scripture portrays that God is that way either, which is, which is interesting hmm, because that is interesting. we, we know that God, God says that he can forgive anything that we've done. That's wrong, right? Any mistake is not too great or too far away from the grace of God. And I say yes and amen to that. But I also acknowledge that God is the big theological word for it is omniscient, which means he's all knowing which means by that very definition, he can't forget, right? Mm. But the beautiful thing about who God is, is it's not that he can't forget, but he chooses not to remember, right? So yeah. like I know in Psalms 103, it says, as far as the East is from the West, so far has God removed uh, the sins of those who follow him or something like that. That was a loose paraphrase. But in that passage, it doesn't say that God forgets anything, says that God removed the sin as far as the east is from the west. And the cool thing is, like, how far is the east is from the west? Yeah. It's endless, right? Because <laughs> if you go, if you keep going west, you're going to keep going west. You don't reach a point and then go east, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like north and south. Like, east, east and west, you keep going forever, which is great. But that doesn't say that God forgets. It's He chooses not to remember our sins. And in my opinion, that makes God's grace greater than if he just forgot, right? Yeah. It, I think you said it. It may have been you, or I might have heard it somewhere else. But it's like God sees our sins, and He doesn't just like sweep them on under the rug, and like, you know, He buried them. Like when He went to the cross, He buried them with Him, and yeah. they're no more. And I think that's a really cool way of looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't say that, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn you said it. I wasn't sure. <laughs> No, it's, I mean, it sounds cool. So, uh, I mean, I'll take credit for it, but, <laughs> but yeah, said. yeah, exactly. Just kind of put my name under it. Yeah, yeah. But that I think is so crucial into kind of leading into how we can learn to forgive because honestly, forgiving for me doesn't come naturally. 
I don't yeah. think it comes naturally for most people. I mean, and you look at the people who've forgiven the most, and it's because they have something that a lot of people don't have. And that's that rich, genuine walk with Christ that understands like how much, how, like the penalty Christ paid. And let me, let me kind of explain that a little bit, a little bit better. Like Christ forgave us so much. Right. And I know in scripture, it says, uh, it, it's funny in Matthew six, it's right after the Lord's prayer. Uh, Jesus says something about if you, forgive others, the, your father in heaven will forgive you. But if you don't, your father in heaven won't forgive you. Right. Um, and I don't think that's meant to guilt people into saying like forgiving or you're like, you're done. Right. You're like, yeah. God doesn't love you anymore if you don't forgive, but it's just kind of bringing to mind the realization of saying, Hey, in reality, you've been forgiven so, so much. Right. So it makes sense because we've experienced that forgiveness from Jesus that we we let that forget his forgiveness flow through us to others mm -hmm. that if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because in my life where I've seen that I've been forgiven, it's like now I see other people that have maybe hurt me and I can look back like in the past and be like, Oh, well, you know, like we all mess up and I'm forgiven by God for this. I should be able to forgive this person like yeah. for that, you know, um, and we kind of beat ourselves up when we don't forgive or like we don't, we may not forgive ourselves or we may not forgive that person. And we think God looks at us less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my question for you though, is like, because I've, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like when you try to forgive someone, like you kind of like say, Oh yeah, I forgive them. But then you move on and then it keeps popping up. So how do you, how do you know if you've truly forgiven someone? Hmm. That's a good question. And I wouldn't say that there's any, like there's no, textbook answer for that it's going to look different for everybody it's going to look different for me than it is going to look for you it's going to look different for it's going to vary by person right and it's all about i guess the heart's posture towards towards that like towards the situation that happened right yeah um i do know this though forgiveness isn't kind of just a one-time thing it's not like you can say i forgive you i forgive so and so for hurting my feelings and doing this um and then all of a sudden like you're like oh i forgave them right that's not i mean in my life it's been a continual process a continual dying to myself and saying hey i'm choosing i'm using my own choice to forgive this person um i'm even though i don't want to even though when i think about what they did when i think about something that happened it just makes me more upset. It makes me more angry and it makes me just want to close off and just kind of stick to myself and clam up. So I, I definitely think it's, it's going to look different for everybody else, but it's a process. It's yeah. kind of like, I think we talked about this in, in group. It's kind of like the grieving process, right? Like mm -hmm. you go through this process of, of forgiveness and it's going to look different up, up until you get to that point of acceptance and in reality, and that you that you can move on right yeah i agree i think that goes along also with that like growing closer with god and knowing his as you begin to experience his grace more and his mercy then you be that's part of that process where you're able to turn back and be like okay yes i forgive you and i know we also talked about like 
uh, should we tell the person, hey, I forgive you for this? Or no? Because <laughs> that could that could be really awkward. <laughs> like, yes, you, you don't even like they don't even know they wrong. You just kind of go up and say like, hey, I forgive you for this. They're like, <laughs> what did I do? Like, I yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that, but I think it's just kind of a. I think it's a personal thing that you need, like in your walk with the Lord, I think like, God will make that very clear and very evident. I, I know one big thing in my life was like, I was really angry and definitely bitter towards my dad for, for years and years after my parents' divorce. And honestly, I felt like harboring that anger, harboring that bitterness, it was corrosive to my soul and my hmm. spirit. Um, it didn't hurt my dad. It didn't hurt any, anybody else. It hurt me the most because I was kind of, I was receiving this forgiveness from God, but yet I wouldn't show it. Hmm. And I thought because things he did were so terrible. And the fact that like he hurt, not just me, but he hurt my mom, my brother and other people. I thought there's no way I can forgive that. Right. But it wasn't until I would say about a year and a half ago where, where and, and leading up to this point, like I had gone to a bunch of camps in high school and like, like I, I felt God saying like, Hey, you need to forgive your dad. Right. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to forgive him. And I said, I'm going to forgive him, but it didn't happen just then. Right. I yeah. maybe said like, Hey, I'm going to work at forgiving him. And it's, it got the ball rolling, but then something would happen. And I would say, I can't do this. It's not worth it, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until about, I, I would say like a year and a half ago where I've really processed things and like transparently, like I've gone to counseling. Uh, I love how pastor Matthew says all the time from the platform, everybody needs Jesus and a good counselor. And I second that. Yeah. Um, so that's like going to counseling, like sitting down with a Christian counselor, like that really helped me work through how to open up myself to forgive. Right. And yeah, I, so, and that was a, that was a process that wasn't like, that wasn't like a one, it didn't happen over, over time. Like, it happened mm -hmm. over time. It didn't happen immediately. Yeah. So how does forgiveness look like then? Like, what does that look like? Um, maybe for you, like in that situation, cause I know we talked about like, it's not like, oh, we have to be like buddy, buddy now. Like I have to like show you, like, we have to be best friends now that I forgive yeah. you. So what yeah. is it? What does it look like? Because I think it's like I mentioned earlier for me, it's like finding that line between like, I'm not going to cut you off, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean yeah. we have to be best friends. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to have that, that level of closeness or intimacy that you had before. And it's like, like, for example, I can forgive my father and, <laughs> and not like tell him everything that i'm thinking or feeling right but it doesn't mean that i haven't forgiven him just because we weren't as close as we once were right yeah it just means like i've come to a healthy space i've come to a healthy place of saying you know i i, I know how i can relate to him and i know how i can i can walk with him and like still love him and still be around him without 
I guess, compromise, like with put, by putting a boundary there and not letting myself get hurt continually over and over again. And that's like not what Jesus tells us to do. He doesn't tell us to keep putting ourselves in vulnerable positions and keep getting hurt over and over and over yeah. again. Like, obviously, there's boundaries, right? Of course. So forgiveness looks like it, it looks it the act like the word forgive literally means to release, right? Hmm. Um, I mean, preachers use have used this illustration for years, but the idea of opening that like that door in in a prison cell, right? Like saying, "Hey, I'm not holding this against you anymore." Like we might not be as close as we once were, but I'm not going to look at you and say, "I like I'm angry with you still because of what you did to me." Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And I, how, how would you describe? How would you describe it? Yeah, I think I think it's well. I think it's a great picture of like the gospel like of jesus for like forgiving yeah. someone um because like like we said like you don't have to be best friends but like it's that trust and like knowing like at, like releasing them like you know you don't have to trust them or tell like you said tell your dad everything it's you know like the boundaries and you know you know where you're in a healthy like you said a healthy space um but yeah i think and that's like, for I mean, that's been, that's been the key to I, I think gaining my joy back, hmm. truthfully, in in my relationship with my dad. It's it's because um, I've come to that healthy place of forgiveness, and, and I, I I have set boundaries. Like there are set, like boundaries yeah. do exist, and boundaries are okay. Um, so I don't think forgiveness looks like it's restoring fellowship right you're it may not be the 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 deep fellowship that you want shared but it's still that restoration of fellowship like i can like we can still hang out we can still talk we can still like watch sports we can go do things um we just may not be that close as we once were right sure and i think it's interesting that you also said that like it hurt was hurting you holding on to that more than it was like hurting anyone else because i think that's like that's so true that when we hold on to that, like we're just like eating ourselves like alive, you know? And then when you're able to release it, then it, like you said, it brings that joy. Mm -hmm. And I think also what brings that joy is you kind of have to take the focus off of yourself. Hmm. For me, I was thinking about how this affected me. And yes, how it affected other people. And I was passionate about standing up for what was right. But ultimately, I was focused on my code of ethics and my righteousness, right? And yeah. saying, hey, I think this is wrong. When in reality, like I, I could be I could be having a higher opinion of what's going on and saying and placing too much emphasis on my preferences and my opinions. And that opens up the door for I mean, God really had to humble me and say like, hey, you know, <laughs> you're not always right. You don't know everything. And that's always the hardest truth to hear. But it's oftentimes the most necessary truth I need to hear. And Absolutely. I think when we take ourselves out of, we, we kind of, we, we take a step back, we take a few deep breaths and we say, okay, Lord, how do you want me to approach the situation? And I, I mean, you think of, <laughs> you think of the people Paul ministered to 
Like, you think of him going back to Jerusalem. You think those people received him well going back to Jerusalem? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because if you know anything about the Bible, before Paul was Paul, he became, he was Saul. Like, that was his Jewish name. And he persecuted Christians. Like, he killed the Christians. So, yeah. I don't think, like, they were able, those Christians, like, yes, they were able to forgive Paul. But I don't think, like, they may have still lived with a little bit of, like, post-traumatic Looking stress. Over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah, of, like, hey, like, and it's great. And they had intimate fellowship with Paul, and it was great. But there was always, like, that thought, man, like, this guy, this guy killed us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this guy killed the church. Uh, but it's just it just shows how great God's grace is, right? Because yeah. if God's grace can forgive even the worst of sinners, even though those of us who have been at odds with God, who have disagreed with God, who have literally like just torn down the kingdom instead of built it up, then then I can like just knowing that operating with that mindset, then I can forgive somebody else, right? Yeah, and I think that's we could go, we could dive much deeper into that topic about living in forgiveness, because that's something that, you know, we have to learn how to do because we can like feel bad about ourselves. And like, yeah. like you said, like Paul, like he could have been like, Oh man, I'm no good. I killed all these Christians and I'm this terrible person. And he's just feeling down about himself, but God calls us to live in his forgiveness so that we can like show off who he is. Um, exactly. And I think that we could go much deeper into that topic, but yeah, and we'll we'll come back and revisit that at a later date because I think that's an important topic that kind of builds off of this. Um, so stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> so stick around because that is such a vital concept of the Christian life. And oftentimes the people we need to forgive are not those around us, but we need to forgive ourselves, right? Because sometimes we hold ourselves to a higher standard and beat ourselves up when when God's maybe calling us to give ourselves grace and yeah. forgive ourselves. But, but Hey, thank you guys so much for joining with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts about forgiveness specifically, how, how you've experienced forgiveness, how you've kind of walked through this, this journey of forgiveness. And we, we'd love to hear from you. And like we say, every week, we'd love to connect with you guys on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We'd love to hear from you guys, but until next week, we love you. We'll see you guys later. See you guys.